0: Welcome, everyone, to the Inspirational Businesswoman Show. I'm so pleased that you're able to join us today. I hope it's live, but if it's in replay, that's great, too. I am so excited about today's special guest. Let me share with you what we're talking about. I'm going to be interviewing Kimberly Whitecamp, and we're going to be discussing the missing key to your marketing mix. Oh, my gosh. So many great tidbits of information that Kimberly is going to be sharing with all of us. Now, I appreciate your being here. As I said, whether live or in replay mode, your time is valuable. I'm hoping that you will share with us where you're viewing from, whether or not it's replay or live. And also let us know if you hear some gems in this interview, call them out. Let us know what you're really picking up as a key strategy or tip to help you grow your business because it is my passion to provide you, the viewer, with a goldmine of inspirational tips, strategies, and advice to help you grow your business from inspirational business women in the know. Now, before we get started, I'd like to share with you the preview for Kimberly's interview. This gives you an opportunity to see what's coming up inside the interview and also Would you take a moment while this is playing and click the share button and help spread the word about this amazing interview? Because I know, you know, a lot of other um, inspirational entrepreneurs who might be interested in what Kimberly has to say to help them grow their business. Thank you so much for helping spread the word, and I think you can see that we have a great interview coming up with Kimberly. Now, before we get started, I just need to share with you that today's show is sponsored by hangout-marketing.com, where you can receive a complimentary live stream marketing assessment. Now, this assessment will only take you a couple minutes, but if you're looking to step up and use your live stream strategically so that you can brand grow and market your business, this should not be missed. It will only take you a couple moments, and all you have to do is text pound success to 775 800 4179. Or if you're out of the country, simply go to hangout-marketing.com. Take the assessment and you might even qualify for a complimentary shine session with me where we'll just sit down and strategize the next best steps for you to step out and shine online. All right, let's get to the interview. I want to introduce you to Kimberly Whitecamp. As I told you again, she is a marketing strategist and copywriter. And she is not only the founder of theaudienceconverter.com, but she actually is the creator of the Audience Converter. And I'll give her an opportunity to tell you all about what that is. So today's topic is the missing key to your marketing mix. Don't you want to know what that is? Because as a result of knowing it, you're going to be able to find the right clients for your business. So Kimberly's going to discuss why personas aren't enough for your marketing. First of all, I want to know what she means exactly by personas and why we need to go beyond that so that we have a more effective marketing strategy. And then she's going to share with us how to find your ideal audience. Don't you all want to be able to do that We only wanna work with clients that are right for our business, right? So she's gonna show you how to do that. Finally, we're gonna talk about building your future, how to attract the right clients to grow your business. So Kimberly, come on in, unmute yourself
1: and say hi to our audience, won't you? Hi Virginia, thank you so much for having me here. I'm really excited to talk with you and your audience about all these really wonderful things today. I am thrilled that you are here. You just
0: have so much what I would call juicy information for everyone. And you know, people struggle, um, what I call maybe solopreneurs or small business entrepreneurs struggle with this topic of marketing all the time. They know what their passion is. They know that what their expertise is can make a significant difference in other people's lives, but they're just not sure how to get it out there. Marketing seems to be an overwhelming part of doing business, but it's so necessary. So I'm just curious from a perspective of yourself being a solopreneur growing a business, mostly, you know, we all have team members, I know, but mostly it's, it's your gig, right? How did you get to be doing this work? I mean, you were a copywriter and now we're really talking about taking copy and going to the next level, aren't we? With marketing, were there any significant moments in your life that kind of led you from where you were to
1: where you are today? Absolutely. Thank you so much for that question. You know, I got started in copywriting. I kind of stumbled into it, but I tell people that it wasn't my second choice. It was my first choice. I love the idea of being able to help people achieve their dreams using the power of words. And originally, I got started in the travel industry and software. So I was working for people who, you know, they had really small groups, but everyone had an opinion and no one really understood how digital marketing worked. And it would take a really long time for not only them to convert their audience, the the average buying cycle was like six to 12 months, but it would also take a really long time for them to be ready to work with me. And I launched my podcast and I was, you know, looking for other opportunities to meet other podcasters. And I went to this conference and everyone there was an entrepreneur, you know, they had their own business, they were coaches, they had a course, and they were so passionate about what they were doing. And, you know, they they had this message. And I was like, you know, these are the people I wanna help. I wanna help them build that audience. I wanna help them bring in that community. I love what they're doing. And I, I just so connected with everything that, um, you know, these people were were standing for and these people uh, were, were excited about. And it wasn't just another thing that they had to tick off. They were so passionate because this was their life and it was their mission to help people. So that's kind of when I made the switch to, to being the audience converter and helping everyone kind of bring in the right people and bring in and build their community and build their audience because I just loved the energy in the room. And I was like, these are the people I wanna work more with. So that's that was a really defining moment for me was, was speaking with all these people who were so passionate about what they were doing. And they were so invested because it was their stuff. It was their mission. It was their, you know, widget, if you will. It was their uh, methodology that it it really became um, the the type of people I wanted to serve.
0: I love that. You know, basically it was their baby, you know, they gave birth to what it is that they wanted to share with the world. And now you've got, you've got them because they're still kind of stuck on the next step. I mean, it's great to create, but not if you don't have the audience to purchase, right? Or to follow you or to start to see you as the expert in what you do. So how exciting for you that you found that niche and that that combination of what you could do to better serve. But now I know you have a whole audience of you know, what you would call your ideal clients who you now are able to serve to help them go to the next level. So very, very exciting. Thank you for sharing that with us. And you never know where this is going to come from, peeps. It never, it could be, you know, she said from going to a conference, I've had, and had people talk about defining moments all over the place from absolute human tragedies to things that are absolutely miraculous, all of which can be defining moments. And yours was going to a conference and seeing that there was such a need that you could fill. So that's terrific. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about personas. Why personas aren't enough and
1: what you can do. First of all, what do you mean by persona? Absolutely. So, uh, a lot of people in the entrepreneurial space, you know, coaches, course creators, online thought leaders, uh, they're so passionate about what they do and they want to help everyone. So, they kind of approach their marketing as a I'm going to help everyone perspective. And personas is a word that you'll see a lot in uh, what we call business-to-business marketing, which is where I got my start. So these are kind of short little write-ups that people will say, saying, you know, we are we need to talk to this type of person. This is the type of person that we need to, to bring in because those are the ones who buy our product. Um, so it kind of comes from that background of where I started with. And it was this whole idea of if you want to create... Uh, you know, in in business to business, you created something called like a white paper, but you needed one for the finance person and you needed one for the head of HR because they had very different information. So a lot of people that I talk with in the entrepreneurial space, they don't necessarily have anything to start with. And if they do, it's what I call very broad. You know, I help all women over the age of 25 (laughs) or, um, (laughs) I, I help anyone who wants to improve their health. It's such a really broad topic that it's not detailed enough for them to really create messaging that speaks to the right people. Um, they're trying to, to please everyone or they're trying to, to reach and talk with everybody that they don't have a defined person in their head. So when they go to sit down and create their marketing, they're a little bit lost as to where to get started because they don't know who they're talking to first. So what I say is you need to create your audience members. Yes, everyone you're speaking with wants to improve their health, for example, but who is that exact person you're talking to? You know, Can you like put a picture on your computer and start writing a letter to that person? So it's going beyond just the, the, the very basic stuff of you know how old are they, are they men or women? and going really deep into uh, the types of problems they have, the type of person you're talking with, and and who is it that really makes up your audience?
0: Yeah, very, very important point that we'd love to help everyone, but in the concept of I help any anyone is you probably won't help anyone because you have not tapped in and gone deep enough into the psychographics of the ideal person, right? And as you said, this is the key point of what you're saying. You cannot create compelling messaging for attracting the ideal client if you have not gone deep enough on who it is you want to work with and who you can most um, help and serve and make a difference in. So very, very good point. Thanks for sharing that. So as a result, I think that moves us into the next step. And that is about how you do find your ideal audience. So we all want to know about this because you know what? It's no fun to work with someone who is not your ideal client. It is just no fun. It's a lot of work and can be frustrating for both parties. So yes, I want to hear more about how we truly do attract
1: our ideal clients. Absolutely. So what I tell people to do is once you have that really, really clear idea of who you're talking with, it's a, a general idea of, you know, you can ask yourself, well, where is that person already looking for information? Where are they already looking for help? You know, going to the, the broad topic, most likely they're looking for help online, especially since I work with people who have an online presence. So they're, they're looking for, for help online, but where are they looking for that help? Are they going to look for like a social media group, like a Facebook group or a LinkedIn group? Are they looking at, a, a, are they asking questions on forums like on Quora or something? So when we're talking about how to find your ideal client, once you have that, that, persu- that uh, audience member defined, then it's just a step further to say, where are they already hanging out. And one of the easiest ways for you to kind of discover this is to just ask people how they found you. So if they get on a call with you, say, you know, I'm so happy that you're here. Uh, Can you just give me an idea as as to where you heard about me so that you can know where your best marketing channel is? Or when they sign up for uh, to sign up for a free gift that you're giving away uh, on the thank you page, asking the question of Did you come from one of these three top places that you think of? And also, of course, looking at the people you've already helped. Who is it you've already helped? Your happy clients. They've already, you know, love what you said. They they've gotten the results that you've promised them. Just taking a moment and saying, Hey, I'd love to know how you found me in the first place, so that you know where to start focusing your efforts. Because if you found two or three of your ideal clients. If you found two or three of those people that you would love to serve more of, you you know that they're the, the right fit for you. If you found two or three of them and they're from the same place, they found you in the same location, then there's a good chance that there are a lot more people in that same place where you can focus your marketing efforts. And it doesn't have to be, uh, you know, oh, I need to be in 15 different places. In fact, I recommend people start with one or two. You know, start with, I'm gonna start with a Facebook group, or I'm going to start with a Facebook page, or I'm going to start with just the LinkedIn uh, presence and send out personal connections. You know, start with one channel that you can really focus your attention on. Because if you don't have the time to focus on 15 different places at once, uh, then you're not really going to be putting in the right amount of time on any of those channels. So you start with one, and that's also where it comes to, you know, you just talk with the people you've already helped and determine, you know, how did you find me? and putting your efforts into getting more of those types of people, because you really want to uh, make sure you're spending the best amount of time so that you can help the most amount of people who are a great fit for you. Such good points. I'm going to add a little
0: caveat to it though. And that is that if for instance, you have already started on just one platform and we can use Facebook as an example, since so many business entrepreneurs are there, Uh, and you're asking how they found you, it could be distorted information because if your primary marketing has up until this point just been Facebook, you don't really know where else people might be finding you. So I agree with you wholeheartedly, but I do come from the philosophy that we do need to reach beyond one single social platform in our marketing always because our ideal clients hang out in a lot of different places. And the other problem with something such as Facebook is many people have navigated away from it since they had some of the security issues. So I don't disagree with you, but I just feel that we should expand on this point a little bit more, because if you're only marketing in one place, you're not gonna get the information you really need. Am I off base on this?
1: Oh, no, absolutely. When I say, you know, start with one place, and then I recommend for people, you know, test that location out for about a month or two, see if you're getting a lot of the right leads, the new people, and then slowly add another channel. What I'm talking about is you wanna focus your energy uh, specifically on one place to get started. And then as you do that, you'll start developing processes. You'll start developing, oh, well, these are the best times. This is how I need to interact. Uh, on this particular channel. And then it becomes, you don't need to spend as much time on that channel uh, to be able to get the most out of it. So you can expand to your next channel. Um, I've just met so many people who are like, oh yeah, I need to be on Instagram and Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter. And I need to be posting five times a week on uh, answering questions on Quora. Uh, and they've spread themselves so thin because they think they need to be everywhere. And I, I'm very much of the opinion that you need to focus your attentions to make sure you're doing the best possible job you can be doing on one channel and slowly add another one and test. I'm a marketer, so everything's about testing, right? See if it's the right fit. You have to test it. You have to start using it. You have to put in your the right amount of time and energy because if you start with say in five different places, and then you don't have more than 10 minutes a week to spend on each of those five different platforms, you're really not giving it the right amount of time and the right amount of energy and the right amount of your resources to really make, it, make an impact. And you can't see if it's actually working because you don't have the time and resources to put into that channel properly. So I say, start with one and then quickly expand as soon as you dial in, as soon as you start seeing, well, no one's coming from here or yeah, I'm getting some people, great. I'll continue to, to focus here. And then I'm gonna add another channel. All right. Thank you for clarifying that. I'm gonna share with you a little
0: ninja trick that I have used over the years that your viewers might find helpful. And that is for instance if you take one particular post, let's say it's an image post as an example, maybe it's asking a question to try to get you know more feedback and engagement. Um, with one of the tools that I use you can actually Take that link that you're uploading and you can add a hyphen after it and put, for instance, F for Facebook and I for Instagram and L for LinkedIn and Y for YouTube, just as examples. And as a result, you could use the same post leveraging your time. And yet you go back and look at the stats and you're going to start to see where the clicks are coming from because you can actually distinguish. So that's a little ninja trick I really love, and I think it also will help people with market research on just what you're talking about. And that is, where are they hanging out? Where are they seeing what I'm already doing? What do you think about that idea?
1: Absolutely, uh, it's a great way to test. And uh, you know, each each individual platform has a different way that people interact on it, and it has a different way that people, um, you know, the kinds of little short blurbs, if you will, that people put onto those posts. But in general, I, you know, you you can talk about the same things across platforms. You just need to make sure that you're talking about them in a way that matches the platform. Uh, For example, you know, LinkedIn, uh, the average user spends about 17 minutes on LinkedIn in a month which is not a very long amount of time. So you wanna make sure that uh, you're, you're kind of coming from the right place when posting on LinkedIn. But absolutely, I'm a big fan of repurposing your content, which means taking that one idea, that one image, that one post and using it across different platforms to see which one is the best fit. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so you know another question I have, I think around
0: this whole idea of the missing key to your marketing mix. Um, it, I think if I'm understanding you correctly, what you're really getting it at is being able to target. I don't like really targeting or target audience, but it really is around targeting, isn't it? It's about, it's about making sure that what you're doing is reaching your ideal clients. Is there more about
1: that you want to um, expand upon? Absolutely. It is about reaching the right audience members. And I understand, you know, not liking the idea of target markets because it's kind of got something of a a bad uh, idea for a lot of people. Um, And what I'm talking about is once you have those ideal people that you're speaking with, everything you create is uh, around their particular uh, that particular audience member. And it's not just, oh, I'm helping all coaches who, who have this problem and this problem and this problem, and they happen to be on Facebook. You're also coming at it from a perspective of, well, this person knows they have a problem already. So I'm gonna create content around uh, that particular problem, as opposed to somebody else who is in your audience, who they know they have a problem and they know there's a solution out there. So they're a little bit further along the path. And one of the examples I give to people is, you know, if you uh, create uh, a course, for example, on how to lose weight, but everyone you speak with has already done at least one diet, then you're not going to be giving them really basic information about, make sure you follow the rules, or uh, you know, here's uh, the most basic uh, foods most people tell you to avoid, like candy, that kind of thing, uh, because they're already past that, that beginner's knowledge So everything you create, all of your marketing is going to be from the intermediate or higher level knowledge uh, base. And what that does is not only does it help you uh, figure out exactly what to write and create in your marketing, but it makes it so that when people read it, they can see themselves in the examples you give. They can see themselves uh, in the situation that you explain because they're like, oh, yeah, that's me. And you you get the nod what we call as the nod, you know, you get people to nod along as they're reading and be like, yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. She knows exactly who I am. So you don't have to use fancy technology to be sending your messages only to particular people because they're going to encounter it uh, based off of the type of content you're creating. Oh, just perfect. So, so important what you're saying. So I think this leads us right
0: into building your future and attracting the right Audience, So can you give us a few ninja tips around that?
1: Absolutely. One of the things I find many, many entrepreneurs out there kind of do is they they forget about themselves when creating their ideal clients. And here's what I mean by that. Uh, If you're the kind of person who's gonna go live uh, every morning at 9 a.m. because you're finished with your work day by three o'clock and you're a coach and you encounter somebody who is expecting you to answer emails at 7 p.m. in the evening, Those are your personal boundaries. You don't answer messages after 3 p.m., for example. So when you kind of look back at your previous clients and say, what did I like about working with this person? What didn't I like about working with this person? And how can I use that to create this ideal client for the future? So just because you've had particular clients in the past doesn't mean that you need to uh, be Going after or be creating content for those types of people in the future, and part of that process is really defining. You know, how do you want to work with people? Are you wanting people to go through a course and then get on a call with you? Uh, what does that process look with uh, look? to uh, interact with you? How are you expecting to interact with people? Are you expecting to talk to a a particular client seven times a week? Are you wanting to work with people who can take what you do and then apply it to themselves and then come back with a question or two? So when you are talking about creating your marketing, you should always be creating your marketing from the perspective of who do I want to work with in the future? And that goes back to, you know, not creating content that doesn't match where your ideal clients are. You know, if you create a, how to uh, create a lead magnet, which is a, a little bit more of a basic idea for marketing and you get people in who are in that early stage of just creating their marketing material and you're wanting to work with people who've been in business for a year, then you're bringing in the wrong people. So what you want to do is kind of sit down and decide, what does my ideal client look like? What does that interaction look like? And, and how does that relate to the type of uh, interaction and relationship I wanna have with them so that you not only define uh, how you're going to help them, but also how you're going to interact with them to make sure you're bringing in the right people who are at that right stage to work with you.
0: So important, Kimberly, because so often, especially as a new entrepreneur, you're just so happy to have a client that you're not really maybe very clear on exactly who you want to work with. And as you say, how you want to work with them. It seems to me that um, as a result, newer entrepreneurs really need to define, as you say, exactly what they're going to be doing with their clients so that they know, oh, I'm in my wheelhouse. This is when my, my uh, what do I want to say? My soul lights up when I'm doing the work. And as you say, so that might mean I don't want to work with someone who's new at whatever it is I do. I want to work with someone who's already part way down the path. So the programs that you create or the offerings that you create need to be directed to that so that you don't turn in desperation to clients that really aren't the right fit. Is that what you're getting at?
1: (sighs) Absolutely. You know, if you are creating, um, content because in the past you've worked with people who were, you know, at that new stage or, you know, we'll we'll reverse it. You know, you love working with people who are brand new to it because everything is new and exciting to them and you love being able to help them plan out uh, those first six months. So you don't want to be creating anything that's going to be bringing in people who have that knowledge, you've already got their first, you know, a hundred sales or already have their first ten clients. You wanna work with people at the beginning stages. So everything you create is to bring in the people at the beginning stages. Uh, and it's something that we, uh, you know it goes back to that idea of oh i can help everybody oh i can help everybody my approach my method my my way of working people works for everyone no matter what stage of business they're in and that might be true but if you define really exactly the type of people you want to work with then everything you create is going to really resonate with them and they're going to be like yep that's me you know getting that head nod I'm just going to say this is a hashtag
0: gem if you want (laughs) to let us know in the comments because she's getting to the heart of the matter of what she says is the missing key in growing your business and marketing your business. Because once you've clarified this, once you've clarified your ideal audience and how you want to work with them, then really what Kimberly's providing for you is the messaging to reach those ideal clients. Oh my gosh, everything's going to flow so much better for you. You are going to feel so much more satisfied in the work that you're doing and you're going to really be able to help those people that you've defined are the right ones for you. So Kimberly, thank you for sharing this incredible knowledge. And I think insight because people think that marketing is Let's, let me throw as much up against the wall as I can and hope Someone sees it and
1: wants to work with me when actually it's just not the way to go. <laughs> Definitely. I, I find so many people who take a logistics first approach to marketing, right? They're like, I've heard I need to go live five times a week on Facebook. So I'm going live five times a week on Facebook. And then it's time to go live. And they're like, I don't know what I'm supposed to say right now, or I don't know who I'm talking to, or uh, I guess I better get a really generic message out there so that somebody comes in and hopefully wants to work with me from whatever I say. Um, And what this does is it makes sure that everything you do, every piece of marketing you're putting out there is simply you putting your message in front of the people who are looking for your help because they're the right people for you yes absolutely okay now you have something
0: very special for our audience i'm going to bring the link up for it now and let people know what the link is and then please after i've done that please let them know why they need to grab that special gift and click on the link so the link is hmtips.com forward slash kimberly gift kimberly spelled K-I-M-B-E-R-L-Y, hmtips.com forward slash Kimberly gift. Kimberly, go ahead and tell them why this is going to be so
1: special for them. I am so excited to to let people know about this incredible gift. I'm going to be hosting a training on uh, not only the missing key to your marketing mix, but also how to use that defined audience member that this whole process that we've talked about and how you can use it to plan out your marketing for the next 12 months. Uh, We're going to go through a process on this training that kind of walks you through step by step on how to use it and how to use and harness that missing key so that everything you create uh, is really, really relevant. And then also you'll you'll have that idea and you'll have that knowledge on, well, every time I sit down now, I know exactly what I'm gonna be doing. I know exactly what I'm gonna be working on. Um, and I'm really excited because I'm gonna have a, a portion of it for Q&A so that everyone can ask me their questions about you know their particular business so they can see if they're on the right path to to really defining if they've, filled in that missing key to their marketing mix.
0: Wow, did you hear that? She's giving you a whole free training that's gonna set you up for your marketing for the next 12 months. Oh my God, this is an amazing gift. Again, go to hmtips.com forward slash Kimberly gift. Get this training. I know you're going to enjoy it and it's going to make a big difference in your marketing mix because You will not make the mistakes of not addressing who your ideal audience is and how you want to help them. She's going to help clarify all that for you in more depth in this free training. Go jump on it now. Oh, Kimberly, this has been just a terrific interview. You have shared so much of your wisdom, and I know a lot of it has to come from your own experience. It has to come from, you know, the mistakes you've made over the years and the things that you've learned from them. So before we say goodbye to everyone, do you have one final idea, something that you want people to take home with them as just,
1: if nothing else, remember this? Uh, Absolutely. You know, I want to remind people that really... You're talking to one person. You might be sending out an email to 100 people. You might be posting a blog that's going to be read by 1,000 people. But come at it from a perspective of, and talking to one person one-on-one. It makes your copy feel very genuine because you're talking to a person. So instead of thinking in, oh, really broad terms of this, these are the people, you know, I'm gonna talk to this whole crowd of 10,000 people and I'm gonna change their mind. Think of it from a one-to-one perspective. And when you have that in your mind and when you sit down to create your marketing, with the idea of that you're talking one-to-one with somebody it's it becomes a lot more personalized and people can really see who you are there you are in your marketing which is really important because we buy from people that we like and then they can also feel like you're speaking to them directly perfect perfect takeaway one more gem
0: address everyone and all of your marketing as though you're talking to one person whether it be an email whether it be a post and whether it be a Facebook live. Think about that you're talking and connecting with one person. And as you do that, you're going to make lots of connections and they're going to be the right connections. And that's really what Kimberly is getting at. Kimberly, once again, thank you so much for being here with us today. I appreciate your presence. I appreciate your knowledge and your expertise. And for all of you who have been here with us live, we love hearing from you or in replay, let us know what you think about all the great tips That Kimberly has provided for us and I want to thank you all for being here on the inspirational businesswoman show and we'll see you next time on the inspirational businesswoman show bye-bye thank you so much Virginia thanks so much for watching today do you know someone who would be a great guest for our show or would you like to be a guest on the inspirational businesswoman show Let's shine the spotlight on your expertise. We'll share your story while offering tips, strategies, and advice to our viewers. Expert interviews are a great way to build your reputation as the go-to expert. Go to shinetips.com forward slash IBWS to apply today. Women are waiting for your message and I can't wait to interview you.